Welcome to Don Tini, episode number 130. On today's show, Simone reports on Brooklyn's small wiener contest, Steffi makes an enemy out of Kelly Oxford, and a guy makes fire ants attack his dong on purpose. Stay tuned for our exclusive coverage. And now, here are your hosts, Simone Turkington and Stephanie Drury. Hello, Stephanie. How are you dong? I'm dong very well. How are you dong, Simone? I'm Dong Okay, thank you. Um, exciting stuff coming up uh, over the next few days. So, um, starting tomorrow, um, we're just starting, it's just going to be mostly tomorrow and a bit into the next day. But my magic partner, Elizabeth, and I are like, we're booking a hotel room, <laughs> like about an hour away, and we're going to practice magic intensively for like a Ooh. day and a half. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> Where yeah, are you going? Yeah. Um, just to a hotel in Ontario, California. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah. So um, just someplace <laughs> nice, just so because it was cheap, but like away from, you know, our usual stuff. Because I can't get much practicing done with Quincy around. So, right. um, and I just want to focus and just like, we want to just like really start working on our act and just working on our own magic. And yeah, so I'm having a magic intensive and I'm really excited about it. I have all like Aww. these plans laid out of things I want to try and achieve in this time. And yeah, we're going to try and do this about once a month just so that we can, you know, keep, it's the best, I think the best way, thing we can do to keep really serious about it you know so yeah I'm doing Aww. that and then I've also even arranged with a, with a friend to uh, use his rehearsal space to practice so that I can because what happens is I plan to practice all day and then as soon as I put Quincy to bed I seem to go in some kind of coma and I just kind of lay on the couch and I can't really do anything so um, it's really hard to practice in that state like I force myself and do a little bit but my heart's not in it as much as it is during the day so so on weekends now I have a place I can go and practice so yeah I'm really Aww. I'm really going places <laughs> that's oh that's so cool that you get to do that thank you thank you um so yeah so that's happening and then uh, on monday we have the big premiere of ant-man which greg oh is my god. in oh it's my super god. exciting so so that's definitely on and um i don't know if we'll be on the red carpet or not but i don't care i'm just excited to to see the movie but mm. um uh yeah so the, there's a there's an international trailer for the movies out this japanese one mm. and uh, and greg's in the trailer <gasps> so no way yeah i never thought he'd be in the trailer but he is is he acting as himself or is he doing neil hamburger no he's the character in the movie okay yeah okay. yeah Wow. So, yeah, so he uh, delivers his line and, uh, uh, yeah, and then it cuts to the next thing. I guess there's a whole, it's just, he's just in this one scene, but, yeah, so it's one line from that scene. So That's so great yeah. he made it into the trailer. Even. I know, I, we never thought he'd make it into the trailer, but um, but when we'll we were kind of worried, like, wondering if he would make it into the movie, I was like, eh, I think we just kind of felt like his scene was pivotal enough or important enough to the story that... Um, that it would keep and and it has so yay he's Aww. in it he's in the trailer and we're going on Monday so yeah that's what's uh, what's going on here but Aww. so yeah mostly magic and and rest in between and magic work. and so, rest yeah awesome. yeah <laughs> I think about magic all the time really. <laughs> 
That's yeah, so I just want to be practicing magic when I have a spare moment. Aww. And I don't always do it because I'm too tired, but yeah. Well, you but said I that you th- um, performed some today at work. and Yes! Well, I just want to know, were they, had they been prepared to be amazed? Uh, they had not been prepared, and they were very amazed, probably more amazed because they weren't prepared. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you may need to rethink your sign. <laughs> I know, right? Um, yeah, no, I did it for my bosses. I did it for some other co-workers last week, and... Um, yeah, and it's just like I'm really like I'm fine. Like I get started, but I don't have like my full my full spiel together. So I get very nervous about the whole thing. And like after I've done it, and everyone's happy and applauding, and their minds are blown, I'm all like shaking, like oh, like yeah, just because I can't believe I I got through it and I got 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 some praise. So I need to keep doing it so that I I'm not a complete Yay. mess afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, you said that you were shaking after, and I was like, oh, that's so cute. Even though it went really well, you were still, like, trembling from it. Yeah, I think just the adrenaline of it had me shaking, so... Yeah, but um, but yeah, I think I just need to keep doing that. And I was thinking of setting up like a little sign in the lunchroom when I'm on lunch saying, uh, you know, magic, you know, <laughs> prepare to be amazed. <laughs> but yeah, so, so but it would be a good way to practice if I just keep doing it on my coworkers, so and everyone's into it. Oh, my Brazilian coworker, I, I mean, the tricks come out really well. Everyone is surprised. But um, <laughs> uh, I did it for my Brazilian um, coworker, and um, her English isn't amazing. So I, I, I did this trick, and then, um, and like, it double surprised her in two different ways. And she's like, Simone, oh my gosh, you you lied to me, oh my gosh. But I think she meant to say you tricked me, but you it lied came to as, me. You lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, is she, is she upset? And I was like, oh no, she's not. She's just really surprised. But she was like stunned. So that was great. But yeah. I want to see this. Yeah. So what's been going on over there, up there? Oh god, I don't know. Um, the kids are out of school, and Uh-oh. which is a lot better that they're older. Because they don't yeah. get up as early. And then they help around the house. Like we pay them to do chores. Uh-huh. So there's that. <laughs> it's, so that's nice. Um how much should they get so, paid in this modern it, age? David, like, he kind of is like, like uh, he has prices. I don't really get involved. Um, right. Because I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to pay you guys anything. <laughs> because I do this shit, I did this shit for free when I was your age, you know? Right, but right. But I mean, it's good incentive to for them to see this is how you make money. And um, so I think David paid... Uh, he pays a. I thought he paid a little much for something like fifty cents to take out the trash, right? Um, but and fifty cents to sweep a room, you know that sort of thing. So, right, right. Well, it's not so much. I was but it racks getting up dollars like, for these things. No, I mean like we paid you to like ten dollars yesterday. So for a week, for a day, <laughs> like he for did a so day. Many chores. Yeah, he did so many chores in a day that he earned ten dollars. So that's oh, great, wow. right? And it's also yeah. like oh, here's ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Um, so we're doing that, and um, we just, um, Kote has a, my friend Kote, I've talked about on here before, has, she advocates for women whose husbands are in, well, there's lots of women that are detained, they're um, undocumented immigrants that come across the border, and they're, if you're just pulled over, or they find out you don't have papers, they can detain you and throw you in, in a jail, mm-hmm. and um, just keep you forever. Yeah, and um, it's horrible. We've talked about it on here. So anyway, there's this woman in particular that I've met when we go down to do protests. Her name's Veronica, and she has three kids, including one uh, fourth one that she adopted um, because he came across the border unaccompanied. Mm-hmm. And um, so she adopted him, and 
um, her landlord is trying to kick her out, and they successfully sued her and said that if we don't have, if she doesn't have eight thousand dollars by this coming Wednesday, then she'd you know be literally on the street. And they, what, what is eight thousand dollars for? Like back rent for her or back something? Rent. Because she works right. three jobs as a hotel maid, you know, and uh-huh. her and she has three small children, four small children, and um, right. you know what are you gonna do? So yeah. like she, how how much harder can you work? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she still is like behind on the rent. You know, this much behind. And so, um, so anyway, we raised all but like two hundred dollars of it. So <gasps> we're definitely going to be able to save her. And, oh um, wow! Yeah. So Cote called the mortgage firm yesterday and said, "Well, just so you know, we have the thirty five hundred that the judge ordered. We have for you by today, and I'm sure we'll have the the remain the remainder and by next week." And they were pissed. They oh, were, really? She said that she said she had to tell them to calm down. She's like, "You are an adult. Calm down. We oh, have this wow. money, and I'm bringing it over right now. And I want you to be calm when I do it." Because they were really mad because they wanted because the the real estate market is skyrocketing and so they want to sell the house right. for like so much more than they pay right. for it and so that's they were just livid it, that they didn't get to kick this woman and her children out oh yeah so how does one get like that or are you born like that i i, I think I, you know i don't know if you're born like it i think that you can if you get on the making money train i think you can get blind to stuff i don't know yeah I don't know. Because I was thinking today with the, you know, Supreme Court uh, upholding the the tax incentives for uh, Obamacare. Hooray! I was so excited. I was listening yeah. to Obama's speech, and at first I couldn't tell if it was a concession speech. I was like, uh. wait, what happened? Yes! I was so fucking excited. Anyway, um, but I was thinking, like, with the, um, with the Republicans, like... Because uh, I was thinking, like, a lot of things that, like, uh, liberals support, like, uh, with the environment and stuff like that, it's, like, something, stuff people can't, aren't feeling right now, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an end game. It's a future issue that they're concerned mm-hmm. with. And, like, and I was trying to, it was the first time I actually kind of even entertained this possibility for them. And I'm, I still feel like I'm being very generous. But, like, mm-hmm. when they're trying to, they're worried about, about Obamacare and the problems, are they worried about long-term problems? I know it's not for the people. They don't give a shit. But long-term problems down the road for businesses and stuff that are so crippling. I mean, they say all that, but I mean, I, to me, it's like, and but you know, like how if you if you're trying to implement environmental restrictions that make things harder for business now, it's harder for people to get behind it because the now is very hard. But in that yeah. case. In the case of Obamacare, they're trying to say that this is the, now is going to be very hard for, for for businesses, so we can't let this happen. Do you know what I mean? Like they can't. Right. They just. They. They. It seems like are both parties on on different issues, looking at the at the long term game and concerned about that. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So it was me being generous and trying to maybe see it that way from their perspective, right. because it's the only way I can justify why they're trying to make getting health coverage for the average person so much harder. And going to the point that right. if the Supreme Court had ruled in their favor with this, that they people would have lost insurance you know like i yeah. like how could you keep pushing this are you insane they don't care they don't care they don't care uh, oh my god okay quincy's crying again oh no yeah Okay, so this is this is good. This is a good dong teeny being a show with dong in the name because we have two instances of dongs, dongs in the, the news. news. 
great stuff. <laughs> okay, so um, this was uh, given to us. Did Jonathan give us this? I think yeah, he did. several people did, but he was several one. Pe- yes. oh, okay, he was one. He's the one I got it from. Okay, um, Brooklyn Bar celebrates the unhung. It's really <laughs> tiny, but it's just just says it all. Over a hundred tiny penis lovers packed into King Ca- Kings County Bar in Bushwick yesterday afternoon for the third annual smallest penis in Brooklyn pageant, a celebration of all things micro and proud. There were considerably more <laughs> women than men in the crowd for the three-hour event, with many wow. small groups of women batched together. Photography, uh, photographer Melanie Riders describes it as a bachelorette girls' day vibe. McCh- <laughs> MC Chicken Bitches welcomed people by reminding them that this event was a celebration of all sizes, but mostly teeny tiny sizes. Yeah, right. A celebration of all sizes, but mostly like yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's like I think at a teeny tiny penis uh, contest, you don't have to celebrate all sizes because just celebrate the teeny. Yeah, tiny. don't it's even the, pretend. Don't try to act all equal, right? Equal opportunity yeah, here. No, this is like a minority. It's like you don't. Yeah, this is this is a privilege issue. You don't have to entertain the big dongs, so the average dong, when you've got these poor guys who are just trying to, you know enjoy and celebrate their tiny penises so yeah no no need to worry about that and talk about all sizes just keep it to the small sizes what was that his name again did you say mc chicken bitches yes mc chicken bitches <laughs> i can tell it's up there in your love like the same way as like sirloin beef tips oh my god it is it is isn't it yeah yes the cat we knew that was named i think it was something something sirloin beef tips yeah (laughs) i was a cat a cat oh my gosh such a great name so uh and so is mc chicken bitches So the next thing, the next dong in the news, I don't know if you got this. Did you get anything about a man's penis in fire ants? No. Oh, it's so great. Okay, so I'm going to play it now. I'm going to take my mic out of the stand. And then I'm going to hold the mic up to the uh, up to the uh, speaker when it's uh, when uh, it's playing. So I'm going to give commentary, and mm-hmm. then I'm going to hold it up at the at the crucial moment. So this is a video of a man. Uh, a man has a bad idea to rub his penis in a nest of red ants. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, so we have extreme music playing. <laughs> what? Extreme music playing. We're looking at the ants in the in a nest in the tree. <laughs> this man is now taking his shirt off and he's looking all like, I'm so badass. He takes his shirt off. He swings it to the side. He's taking his shorts off now. He's flicking them left and right. Left and right, twirling it around like I'm gonna beat these fucking ants. And then he flings his shorts over his shoulder, and now he's flung them to the side. Now he's just in his little briefs underneath. He's ready to kick some ass. Okay, now he's opened up his uh, his uh, trunks. The branch is coming towards his his crotch. Here we go. Oh, 
my god. So amazing. Oh. <laughs> what? Did they show anything after? No, no. It's just why you're watching then while he's screaming is them just dust, hosing him down and um, and uh, dusting off the ants while he's just screeching at the highest pitch. So it's just so funny because he looks like he's um, uh, he's like doing some like super manly intense jackass stunt, you know. Oh but yeah, then he starts screaming like a woman. So, and that's not a sexist thing because women have a higher no, pitch. No, you sound screaming. like a cheetah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheetahs scream like women. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's great. I meant just by the sound and the pitch. Yeah. Not like a woman would scream because she's a coward. No, not at all. <laughs> this anyway, is what they sound like. So great. <sighs> so Screaming like my what? two dongs in the news. <laughs> Anyway, we'll post that video up on uh, dongtini.com. I bet we'll get more hits for that than anything else before. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the next item on the docket. Take it away, Stephanie. Yeah, I I put down Kelly Oxford's internet presence because this is something that I am a little preoccupied with. And I'll tell Uh you why. Um, Kelly Oxford is a, she has a Twitter like I guess she has like some kind of gazillion number of followers and Jimmy Kimmel right. um, you know she's funny and she's also really uh. hot and she's like a hot mom she has three kids and so right. um, she I guess Jimmy Kimmel like paid for her to come down and, and he did something he, he hooked her up with something and so um, her Instagram feed I'm obsessed with it my friend Kate and I are obsessed with it and our friend John has gotten in on this. And so what what Kate Kate first pointed out to me, she's like, "Look at Kelly Oxford's followers. Like every she'll post these surreptitious selfies and the selfie is never like, look at my new lipstick or something. It's like, oh, this is my version of a workout or something, you know. And and selfies are are the a whole thing under themselves and and yeah. <laughs> But like when you try, when you're, it's a kind. It reminds me of the humble brag account where you're trying right. to act like you don't look blisteringly hot, and you're kind of like putting yourself down, like oh I'm a lazy slob. And then, it, but what cracks me up is to look at her. She has like you know over a hundred thousand followers, and they're all you're so beautiful, Kelly. Or something. And I'm like that must be uh, really awesome, you know, like to get yeah, all these yeah. people to you know. So anyway, um, so I whenever she does one of these selfies with um. A special caption. I tag my friend Kate and I tag my friend John in them. Uh-huh. So I said that um, Kelly has over 100,000 followers. She, this was just the other day, she figured out what I'm doing and she tagged me. She found, she scrolled down in my feed, however far to find the last selfie, and then she tagged John and Kate in it. Then she uh-huh. went to John. She scrolled down John's feed, found John's last selfie, tagged me and Kate in it. And then she scrolled down in Kate's feed, found her last selfie, and tagged me and John in it. And we're uh, like, what is happening? Like, just the fact that she noticed when you have that many people commenting on your stuff, and the yeah, fact that yeah. she cared. <laughs> and did you like, say anything in the comments about, about no, like, never. selfie shaming? Never. Wow. I just, like, tagged the names. Right, right. So, it just cracks me up, because this is, um, these were the selfies. One was, um, 
I'm always looking more like Bruce than I do Caitlin. Oh, God. That's <laughs> such one. a humble brag. Well, I, that was not even one of the worst ones, I think. Um, so this was it, this one was taken where she's wearing this Coca-Cola tank top, and she has, like, these really expensive, cute Chloe sunglasses on. And I'm sure they were given to her or something like that. So take a picture of them and put it on Instagram for advertising. But anyway, she's um, outside hiking, and she was holding the camera, like, to the right side of her face, and she's looking off into the distance and Uh this is the caption I know I'm getting old because I just made myself climb a fucking mountain before I would let myself go buy donuts (laughs) Uh (laughs) so this was my favorite this is um, she she looked like her face was really extra smooth and she kind of has her head tilted and she goes hey guys it's incredible how you can tilt your face and look like you got fillers and Botox and a lift when you really are just full of PMS and TMJ and painkillers oh for fuck's sake <laughs> and Kate was like she, we don't write this on in public anywhere but to me she's like oh I bet she just got Botox and this is her way of trying to act like she did yeah 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 or, I mean, so, the other thing she's saying is, I just naturally look this awesome, even when I'm right. PMSing and right. whatever else she's claiming. I know. God, and um, and I think that she's really funny and nice, but like, I, but I don't know. It's just, it was just, it's just a little weird. But um, I don't know. Today, I was at an event where she was at, and she didn't seem very nice. She didn't seem very nice. Okay, well that doesn't no. surprise me. I was being benevolent, yeah. but um, that does not surprise me at all. What you just yeah. said. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she posted a selfie today, and this is what she wrote. No, this wasn't so much a selfie, but it was a picture of her hot legs. Okay, like uh-huh. she has these awesome legs, and this is what I'm she I'm looking wrote. at them now, okay. Oh, yep. you found them? Okay, good. Yeah. Two pilots, one book, equals the most boring Instagram feed of the year. I'm all alone. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake, she's so it's fucking so, annoying. I tagged John and Kate in it, like, I'm not going to let, bitch, I know, I'm not going to let you <laughs> keep me from tagging John and Kate in this. <laughs> wow. God, anyway. God, it's almost kind of like, yeah, I mean, it's it's right. It's all here. What a depressing, depressed person she is that she's, I mean, you know, all those comments going with the selfies are just screaming for, and you've got 100,000 followers mm-hmm. is just screaming for people to reassure you and that she's noticing that you guys are like paying attention to her selfies, you <laughs> and know. And she cares. Yeah, and <laughs> like she, she cares. To- yeah. So it's Kate, all really like- depressing. Kate's like, I'm going to comment back. And I'm like, you are? What are you going to say? And she just did the hair flipping emoji. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's up, That's girl? Awesome. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah um, I think when uh, her, she first started, you know, becoming a thing, I, like, followed her. But I just, I really hate tweets that are all of this very, well, whatever. I was just mm. kind of doing this, that totally unaffected board and everyone's listening to what I'm saying but yeah whatever I'm just saying this funny thing again I hate that vibe so much it like makes me furious and hers is really like that so yeah yeah, I just avoid tweets like that it's just so I don't know transparent to me you know it's like you're you're composing a funny tweet just own it and say yeah I'm being funny and don't have to be that goofy but you know just like right yeah it's it's just just kind of funny like when I see a friend post a bunch of selfies over the span of a short amount of time I'm like oh they must be depressed they must need like reassurance how are they doing yeah yeah (laughs) so like on one hand you're like oh poor thing and then you're also like all right bitch you're so like we know what you're doing (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah you said like being really transparent so yeah I don't know. Yeah, I, I hadn't taken selfies for... in like the longest time, and then I took like 
a couple. I think one was to do it because I was in a place by myself that I was trying to document my. Yeah, like I mean, I, I took my first class at the Magic Castle and I was by myself. So that was a selfie. But I, I always feel like those don't count as selfies if you're like, hey, I'm here and I'm alone. So, right. I, yeah, I don't feel like those count as selfies. But then I took a selfie of me with my um, with my new Faith No More CD. But it was just more like, look, I'm so happy I have a Faith No More album after 18 years selfie. You know, but I wasn't trying to look hot. Yeah, I, I never take them trying to look hot. I think I, you know, when I used to take them not trying to look hot, but trying to look interesting um, was when in MySpace, because that's what I think it wasn't a thing oh, then, yeah. you know, and everyone was just like, I want to have a nice picture. And like, you know, so I think I took, I, I take some, some pictures then that would fall under selfies that I don't like now. But, um, oh, that's funny. but, um, but I don't, I don't take them anymore because they make me depressed when I see others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Kelly cracks me up. Um, yeah. I was yeah. going to. I, like Kate and I, this was like a year ago, but we were talking about how we wanted to do a, um, a parody account of her. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and like, and people like her. There's someone named Boobs Radley. That's her handle, and um, her her tweets are all like she's a comedian or writer, whatever, comedy writer. But um, her tweets are things like. Um, yeah, the cab driver said, "Oh, girl, I really like that low cut top." Like you know, it <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, the cab driver thinks I'm attractive. I'm going to put this in the tweet, and so I was like, yeah, we yeah. could do a parody account of this so easily, but yeah, I don't have that kind of time really right now. <laughs> yeah, but. Gosh, I know I always have ideas for for, for um, parody accounts, and then I think I even make them, and then I have like I do it like one day, and then I don't remember it, so I never like go anywhere with them. I haven't yeah. done one in a long time. I don't even remember what they are. But oh, I know when I I started was for um that Jeff Tate. Remember that loser from what's that fucking Queensrÿche and his stupid oh, yeah. his stupid wine and his like his little like yes. promo video for himself and how how he's badass and he rides a motorcycle and he has his own wine called Insania and um, <laughs> yeah and so I, I, I made a parody account for, for Jeff Tate and I like did a few tweets and then I forgot about it <laughs> easy to do so, yeah I always want to and anytime like say some like uh, like they probably you know like there's probably a Rachel Dolezal um, oh my Twitter gosh account, but, so many yeah like, yeah but like, like anytime something news breaks and there's like a hilarious you know take on it like so and so's like you know like you say it was like Rachel Dolezal's dreadlocks or something you know I would just always like damn I wish I thought of that because I'm only just reading the story for the first time right now you know <laughs> yeah yeah but I love a good a good parody account. But, they really um, help get the angst out. They do. They do. Um. Oh, so since last week, we've had uh, again. Like I, I was feeling like I've got magic coming up this weekend. I'm not going to have time, maybe till next week. But thanks to the donors we have, um, either one-time donors and also the uh, the the um, regular donors we have, um, we uh, we have. Uh, I, uh, I made a call for donations again last week, and we had we had a couple more, which was so so nice. So thank you so much Aww. for that. And um, yeah, and again, because I was like, I'm so busy, I can't do. It. I was like, no. 
no, people are like giving us money. We need to keep going. We need to keep going. And that's why we're recording today, Thursday, and so that I can get it out hopefully by next Monday, despite all the craziness going on in my life. So, yeah, your money motivates because it's that's so the nice. way the world turns. It kind of is. <laughs> kind of like, is. I owe it to these people. They paid money for something. Aww. Yeah. So here we are recording. Thanks to you guys. So thank you guys. And uh, so listen to Kelly, uh, who made a donation. One of the donations um, they made was because they liked the way I say hot sauce. Hot sauce. <laughs> now I'm like, now I'm all inhibited. Hot sauce. And I don't even, did I say it in the last episode or are they listening to episodes from back? I don't episode it was, but I loved when I she, or he, I, I haven't figured out such a gender mm. neutral name. When they tweeted <laughs> that. Yeah, I don't know if Kelly's male or female. Sorry, Kelly, I can't tell. And like the last name is Alan, so it's like what you know, it just and and like and it's like Alan R. Kelly, and then Kelly Allen. I'm just yeah. Please tell me, and your know, picture doesn't help either. It's an, it's an, it's an androgynous doll. You know, maybe they're gender fluid. That's right. And that's I had a friend recently tell me that their new pronoun is they, and it is hard to get used to. Oh God. It's so what really you know hard. that how how does so like you wouldn't so it's refer, either you it's either you or they you wouldn't refer to them anymore it's like as if I came to you and don't call me her or she anymore Simone please refer to me as they because I'm gender fluid right right like okay <laughs> it's okay. it's really hard to, to not it say is it. as I just found when I was using gender neutral with uh, with Kelly because I don't know so. <laughs> Imagine knowing them as one gender forever and then being like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Switch. Or completely switch. I had one friend who um, has surgery now, so I knew him as a woman, and now he is male, and I sometimes slip, and he's so nice. He's like, that's okay. I misgender myself sometimes still. I'm like, okay. Oh, that's a relief. Yeah. He's, he's really nice about it, so. Hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to just say it without thinking to, so it would come out naturally. Because I, I don't want, I want Kelly to get their money's worth. <laughs> and not having me saying it all inhibited. Hot sauce. Hot sauce. They said they'd start paying based on the amount of times I say it, provided I don't abuse it. And I'm not abusing it. I'm just getting it out. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to say it right. So, Kelly, you can determine how many of those were of the caliber that you're expecting. And then make payment accordingly. Hot sauce. Um, <laughs> so um, it was so great. It was this two days ago? I woke up and checked my email, and I had not one but two cakes submitted to me in my Whoa. email on the same yeah. day. On the same day. This is unheard of. I know because I don't have them regularly. You know, months will go by. You know, sometimes I don't even think of them myself. One of them oh. was from uh, my friend Ag, co-founder of Cakes, with me, uh, and uh, co-founder, <laughs> the co-founder of Cakes, and um, and her cake was. It says, "I had a cake today." Daisy, that's her dog. Daisy has been ill and is on heart medication, which she needs to take an hour before food. So when I got home, when I get home and give her the tablet, I then have to wait an hour before feeding her dinner. This morning, I thought I should take the tablet with me to work to eliminate the wait time. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. 
That is a good one. And then a listener John submitted uh, a cake. Uh, and I love it because, you know, he's not sure if it's a cake. But damn it, John, it is a cake. <laughs> Hi, guys. I think I experienced a cake. Yesterday, I was at the beach on a windy day reading a long chat conversation on my phone. When I stood up, I shielded my phone so the wind wouldn't catch the chat and scroll it away from my ah. position. Ah. Yes. Ah, that's a cake. Yes. yes, that's a cake. And I remembered, because uh, I emailed Ag back about hers, and I was like, oh, I just got another cake from a podcast listener. And, and I, then as I was typing to her, I remember we called those physical cakes, when you actually, like, not just a thought, but you do a movement or something in support Ooh. of your idea. <laughs> so that was a physical yes. cake. Like when you um, go over a pothole and you, like... Lift your butt up off this yes. car seat. Yes, yes, That's yes. A if you think cake, right? like you're trying to protect yourself from something yeah. that can't happen, yes, that would be <laughs> that would be a physical cake. So, yes, yeah, so good on you, John. You had a physical cake. Yes. So sh- actually shielded his phone to protect it. So I love oh, it. Wow. So he was really awesome. invested. He really was. That's how you know. Yes. Um, now this morning we were talking about. Can we even say how we got on this t- subject? I don't know if you want to reveal what you texted me. To. Oh, I don't. Oh, yeah. No, maybe. Yeah, I thought <laughs> maybe so. Maybe we should explore that. <laughs> well, I won't. We won't say how it started. But because of the Supreme Court conversation, I ended up saying that I uh, was hoping um, Clarence Thomas or um, uh, Justice uh, Alito or Scalia would die because they're assholes and uh, they're all well I, uh, Clarence Thomas isn't as old as I thought so I think I'm banking on Scalia to die because he's older but he's still not as old <laughs> as, as Ruth Bader Ginsburg who is so rad but <laughs> mm-hmm. I just want one of them to die in the next year one of the conservative justices so that Obama can appoint someone else I'm just so worried about looting, losing Ginsburg and if there's a Republican Republican in office the next four years, you know? I mean, she's so tiny. Like, you see these pictures of the justices, and she's just like this tiny little thing. I know. She is. I said she looks like she's made out of paper thin fiberglass. (laughs) Yes, she does. She's so Uh, brittle yet so wonderful. Anyway, so I was hoping Clarence Thomas or um, uh, or, uh, 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 Alito would die, or Scalia, any of the three will be good. And uh, yeah, and then you uh, said the Anita Hill documentary was really yeah. good. So Anita Hill was a, a woman, I don't remember, Greg's told me about it, but she was involved in some scandal uh, during his confirmation hearing and Anita Hill came out as some sort of problem for him. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is it. really, the way this went down, it was in the early 90s and um, she said that Clarence Thomas had sexually harassed her. <clears throat> right. And um, when it happened, I was in high school living at home and my parents were like, oh, she's lying. And I, I was like, wow, how do you know? Oh, she, you know, I don't remember their reasons, but they were right. sure that she was lying and Cl- Clarence Thomas was fine. So that's what I had always heard. And so recently I asked David, I go, what did, what did your parents say when that was going down? He's like, oh, they thought she was lying too. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like uh, this is disgusting that we just like didn't really investigate it. And I so, have, I have their lying parents also just about stuff like that in general. <laughs> I had, my mom thought um, Monica Lewinsky was lying. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. Until until Clinton gave his speech, you know, admitting it. Yeah. It was so funny because I remember I came upstairs and he was giving the speech and I was like, he admitted it. And she's like, what? And she was so bummed. 
she must have been because then she had to accept the fact that he would do that. You know, my yeah, parents yeah. wouldn't accept the fact that their glorious conservative leader would possibly do that to a woman right. and to his wife. So, um, this documentary is it's streaming on Netflix. Anita Hill speaking truth to power came out last year, and so we watched it and. It just made me love her because her manner is so gentle and uh-huh. um, she just is like so strong. Like how you look at the panel that she had to testify in front of all white men asking oh. antagonist antagonizing questions. And she was just very graceful and I just so composed. I was really impressed, and uh-huh. I just it, my heart just completely went out to her, and she seemed so lovely. So it's a really good documentary, kind of talking about how even still people will tell her, "Can't believe you tried to destroy Clarence Thomas's life," and yeah, she she's just matter of factly talked about how difficult it was, and yeah, um, she talked about her support system, and um, yeah, I I'm glad I watched it. It was really good. That sounds really good. Yeah. I'll add it to the queue. We watched another movie last weekend called The Babadook. It's Australian, actually. Uh-huh. And it was really good. It was scary. It was like a scary movie involving a kid. Right. But um, it was really well done. I, David and I just kept going, I can't believe how good this is. <laughs> like, in the middle of it. So, like, you know how I get bored easy? I did not get bored at all. You know, right, I stayed right. to the end with this. So, anyway, that's another one. And you didn't get too upset with it involving a kid? I, you know, it, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's another thing. It's like um, the underlying theme of this was that um, the kid was able to speak against something bad in his life Ah. and say no you can't have power over me and the mom wasn't able to do it the mom was going no let's just pretend this isn't happening that's not real and so as a result it affected her yes and it made me think it made me actually feel empowered i was thinking i told david and towards the end i'm like i should be scared right now but instead this is just making me feel good because you can see where this is going when the kid is like standing up to something that's bad and then right right and he's having to help his mom but she's going to turn around so right yeah. right so that was overall an uplifting thing and <laughs> when it comes down to it and yeah, it was yeah, Aussie, yeah so yeah well speaking of aussie so we had a, a comment uh in uh, on the dong tv last time last week after i was promoting wentworth and so I, I couldn't be clear if the listener had actually watched it but they said thanks a lot simone you've ruined orange is the new black because now he just tried to happily watch it and it seemed like ali mcbeal <laughs> in, ali mcbeal in <laughs> prison <laughs> It does. It does. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I, even I hadn't thought of it that that brutally. But yeah, now I'm like, because I, I haven't watched Orange is the New I watched four episodes in that first weekend when the I new can't season get started. Into it. And yeah. I, haven't, I haven't got back into it because it's just not that good compared I, I to agree with you. a million other shows. I'll watch it. I'll probably finish it just because, you know, it's like a comfortable shoe. But, you know, it's just. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't really care what happens to any of those people <laughs> right now. So, but Wentworth, oh my God, I'm just like I have one episode left. The season finale was like a few a couple days ago, and Ooh. I'm just I'm gonna as soon as we're done, I'm like making dinner and I'm watching the shit out of that. Yay. But you tried to watch it, and um, I did. Yeah, how did that? It was go? like Breaking Bad. Like it was, you know, it's really good, and just like also like what I read all day at work. So I'm like, I don't right, know right, if I can, right. I can hang. Yeah. But so it doesn't. If it has more of a supernatural element to it, does that help you touch with these things? Right now, I'm figuring it out. Okay, I do like that. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been getting into X Files lately because I never was into it. Yeah. But, um, did you ever watch them? 
Fox no, I, I started watching it on Netflix a couple years ago, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, God, maybe more. I keep having things where I think it was really recent, but I was like, wait, Quincy wasn't around. So I have to tack on another year, you know. So, <laughs> so he's been around for two. So it was before that. So yeah, maybe three years ago, I watched a few and I was getting into it. But I only I didn't watch a handful and and that's about it. So but yeah, but I'm, I'm pro wanting to get into X-Files. So yeah. Yeah, it's something that Judah and I have just started watching. Like we watched the pilot. We got the first season from the library, and um, it's on and Netflix. I just love. Yeah, it is on Netflix. But um, right. but like I hate. Okay, does does your Netflix do this when you try to pause it? It will like it'll it'll have revenge on you after you unpause it. It'll just stop at some point. And it depends. You can do. Yeah, uh, it, I have more problems. We I used to watch the Netflix through the Wii, and I was going mm-hmm. fine. And then like a week and a half ago, it just started spazzing out so i've been using it through my my phone app that i've connected it all up through the chromecast and that's harder to control than the wii so i gotta get that wii going again because i don't know what happened to it but yeah yeah but otherwise i i I, i'm I'm pretty it's pretty good at holding my place wow at least through the wii so yeah mine mine is do you use it you use it through the wii as well right or do you use it on the computer we have um we have a dvd player that we use it through Oh, okay. It has a receptor for it, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So similar to a Chromecast type thing. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, anyway. So I'm I'm like the, the I'm like my dad who when we first got a computer, he kept the typewriter right next to, right next to the computer because it was more reliable. <laughs> That's so cute. I'm like I'm getting this shit on DVD even though it's on Netflix because yeah, it's so more like, reliable. Um, okay. <laughs> I guess it is. I mean, that is a concern, though, with... Actually, I had saved this link um, a while back and wanted to talk about it on the show, but I, I've lost it, but I'll find it again. But um, it was an article about how this period we're in now, all this information is going to be lost because historically, like, oh, all this stuff has been on paper. There's been ways to keep all these documents, you know. But now there's so much, and it's all, like, in a way, like, you know how... Say like now you get a new computer, they don't even come with um, with CD uh, ROMs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you have stuff saved to disk now. Your new computer can't play it unless you buy the external drive for it. You know, like certain things mm-hmm. start s- slipping away. It's like, oh, that's okay. I've got it all up in the cloud. And then the formats change. It's okay. I've got all this stuff on MP3. But oh, now I'll, I'll do all my new music on some other new format that comes out. You know what I mean? And yeah. slowly these things start slipping away. And it's going to get to a point where we won't have the... Um, we won't have whatever hardware we need to to read all this stuff. So sort yeah. of like this whole chunk of time has the potential to get lost because if we keep sort of moving on to technology and not maintaining a way to continue reading the stuff we have. Yeah. yeah. Like VHS tapes. Like, you know, people, you know, like they'll have all these home movies and stuff they shot, which are going to be gone. I mean, those are part mm-hmm. of history, you know, of certain important elements of, of events. You know what I mean? Like people could mm-hmm. have, you know video footage of you know major things that have happened and that could just get lost you know if if you know we don't keep up if they don't get transferred and they get found a long time later right. then there's no way to read them so yeah you yeah. and your dad aren't too crazy after all uh, oh <laughs> well we just um sent a bunch of um of vi- like videotape of the kids when they were little um, uh-huh. And put sent that away to have it digitized, so it'll oh, come back. Good. Can, yeah, so we just did that like last week, actually. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. It's terrifying losing this stuff. 
Uh, oh my yeah, god! Now, <laughs> yeah, me especially had, yeah. in my insanity. Now every time, because I'm making a lot of audio recordings of Quincy, and as soon mm. as it's done, I'm like, I hit the share button and I send it to Dropbox, mm. so it's backed up immediately. Yeah, so totally. yeah, so at least for now, I've got that going for me. But I got the hard drive I wanted for my birthday finally, and I haven't Ooh. backed up my photos. So they're still backed up in the cloud, but it's like I want that That's extra fine. backup, and I haven't, I haven't done it yet. But I'm like worried that a year will go by and I won't have mm. done it. So hopefully, I'll yeah. have time. At some point in my life, um, before it just yeah. dies of old age well, or becomes when you're redundant. And have a two-year-old is not like the most. And studying time to be life. a magician. <laughs> Let's not forget Let's that. Let's not forget. You're preparing. <laughs> you're preparing to amaze. That's right. I'm preparing to amaze. <laughs> um, so today on Facebook, my friend Zoe posted this article, um, and she's a big vegan, and she goes the posting image, brutal images of animals route of of promoting animal rights oh. which is fine there's a there's yeah. a place for that that's her angle and yeah. i know she doesn't like my angle which is just like, like keep it gentle. real <laughs> yeah. which is what uh, more gentle I yes mine is definitely more gentle obviously if i could flick a switch and everyone would be vegetarian or vegan and be happy i'd be like i'd do it but you know uh, that's not that's not reality so i don't i don't even attempt that so anyway so she has her angle i have mine but she posted this, this article saying that um 400 million fewer animals were killed last year um, from people eating less meat, which I thought was amazing. That's so many. 400 yeah. million. So, um, and so the article is just like, and this is just from people eating less meat. This isn't just like, oh, we have all these, all because of people being vegetarians. So, and I kind of wanted to talk about this before, but I hadn't, hadn't remembered to put it down. But this was a good, a good illustration of, of the benefits. But yeah, so uh, Meatless Monday, you know, people do that. And if, it, and I had actually had a friend who knows my friend Zoe, who like kind of thought about going vegetarian or vegan and just, she just was so hardcore and it kind of made him think it was too hard but I, my meatless monday advocacy kind of was like yeah i think i can do that like you know i just made it more mm-hmm. palatable <laughs> so um yeah so yeah i'm just putting it out there people uh if you don't already uh and if you don't like have to have meat with every single meal try a meatless monday because i mean there's probably things you like anyway like when you come out for thai food mm-hmm. with me often you get the tofu instead of like mm-hmm. beef or chicken don't you and is that mm-hmm, are you doing yeah. that just out of like out of like, like solidarity tofu. with me you like <laughs> probably, tofu probably on some level but i really like tofu and yeah. it's better for you right you don't know how those chickens and cows are raised so. right yeah, see, that's an example of just like, there might be something you just like anyway with tofu, or you don't like tofu and think it's gross, which is totally fine. Like, just say you're into, I know you're not, but say somebody's like into pesto pasta. It's like, that's a meatless dish. Like, just get that. Mm-hmm. So I just, you know, if you're, if anyone's sort of, thinking it's too hard it can never be vegetarian i'm saying you don't have to just try and think of some dishes you like that don't have meat or you wouldn't really miss the meat and try incorporate them and try try doing a meatless monday because i think yeah. it might be mostly vegetarian now i think about it because i really, really don't seek out meat i really, really i mean i like it like yeah I, but i'll have like one hamburger every two months or something and right i right. like cheese pizza or pineapple pizza you know like yeah um, weird, but I yeah, like meat. See? But we, but my favorite sausage is the vegan sausage, the Morningstar really? Farms. Like I love oh, that wow. way better than than real sausage. I love really? it so much better. Yep. Wow. See, so I there might be an go. accidental, mostly partial. You're vegetarian. one of these people. You helped. You helped with those 400 million animals. So I, thank I do you, not Stephanie. Need meat. I do not need it. You know. Right. Right. I yeah. Li- I like it, and I'm fine. But good lord, if you know, the industry is brutal, and they're little animals, so. 
Good job. The yeah. animals thank you. So Aww. there you go. It's uh, I, 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 you know, and as like you know, I know some people feel like they need meat, but I think even those people can enjoy meals without meat. And I'm not talking salads. Oh, yeah. Fuck, fuck salads. Ah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to diet right now, and my friend and I are going out for dinner on Saturday, and uh, we're like picking a place. She's like, "I'm really into salads right now." I was like, "I wish I could be into salads." Really, <laughs> I love salad. Like that um, Seinfeld. I mean, I like them, but they're not my thing. Elaine the- wants a big salad. That's me. Yes. Like I crave that sort of thing, but yeah, but yeah. only with like ranch dressing or something like you know what I mean yeah. like Caesar or something so no I totally enjoy a salad but not as a meal it's not like oh yeah I'll just eat a salad it's like no it's more like I've got yeah. to be in the mood David for has it, or it has, like, to, has to be something else with it yeah, yeah. No, I kind David's of a fucking like, salad for dinner's dinner. warm and dinner is more than a salad and I'm like if the salad's big enough then I can hang <laughs> oh yeah I could never have a salad for dinner never <laughs> I can have a salad for lunch it has to be a big fucking salad you and I'll and still David be hungry have similar dinner philosophies oh I you think guys, dinner has to be hot yeah dinner's absolutely. your favorite it, like you need you like that's your is that your favorite meal of the day yeah 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 uh, okay because you can go without eating breakfast really can. Yeah, I go without eating breakfast a lot of the time, and then I'll eat. Um, yeah, but I can have a good lunch too. So, but yeah, but dinner is like here we go. This is the king of the day. Oh, so that's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. But yeah, no. I, and I, there's a place near my work that has these like really great salads. I get this wasabi veggie chop, and it's got like edamame oh, and almonds and beets. And um, I know you don't like beets, but no, um, and it's got this wasabi dressing, which is so oh, so creamy and good. Wasabi. And um, yeah, and it's like, and they chop it all up so it's really fine, so it's really <gasps> full. You know what I mean? Like the bowl is full oh, of salad. Fuck. I'm sorry. I just looked at Instagram, and Kelly Oxford said, "Stephanie Dury, sorry, but tagging my pictures is really creeping me out." <gasps> wow. And then she tagged my friend um, Fancy or this is Kate, and she said, "Because Kate said she had a migraine, and she's like, sorry about the migraines." <laughs> oh. <laughs> You have how many followers, bitch? Oh, this wow. is too funny. So wow, how many people is... tag her? Like, if you look at her pictures, so many people tag them. I know. Why God. did she? Why is this? Because what she fucking this? lives for her social media appreciation. Wow. That's why. She's obsessing over all of it. That's what she's told us. You've heard it first here, listeners. Kelly Oxford is very concerned with herself, with her Jesus. social media presence. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I interrupted you. I just saw that. Like, oh, it, no. That was fresh news. Kelly Oxford. And it's like, what? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you realize I was talking about how finely chopped a salad was. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the highlight of the program. <laughs> Well, still debatable. <laughs> oh my gosh, this cracks that was me great. up. This tagging wow. my pictures is really creeping me out. How many? Look at how many thousands of people tag other people in their pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, I, this is unreal. Wow. Okay, I don't Maybe know. Maybe you can. I don't know what to do about this. This is too hilarious. You I would just, I would just walk away. I would just walk yeah. away. Yeah, I'll probably walk away. Maybe in like a year, I'll tag it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Think yeah. she's gotten rid of me. Oh, maybe I could tag it, tag you in it. <laughs> I'm afraid to get involved because we. I know we have yeah. too many mutual people. I've already oh, no. like. I don't know what I've done saying all this stuff. This is anything. too hilarious. What in the hell? Yeah. Wow. Okay. God, I just I don't know, like when people do that. Can they not? I would be like, if I were her, okay, I'd be okay. I understand, like maybe wanting the the adoration and whatever you get from the stuff, but like 
wouldn't you also then think, well, I want this adoration, but if I do and say this and pose like this and put comments like this to go with it, it's going to look like this. It's going to look desperate. It's going to like, I mean, fucking all this shit's laid out. We all know how it works and the fucking route that all this stuff takes. You know, I'm a high profile person and I put something self-deprecating and all my people are going to rush to my aid to tell me how awesome I am. Like, really, everyone knows this formula. Yeah, and it's like playing out so clearly. Yeah, yeah. So I'm it's like, I, where is the when you every time you do that? Like, is it are you so desperate for it that you can't even help it, knowing that that's how it's going to be perceived? I'm astounded at how many people have just tagged people in these pictures, in her yeah. pictures, and that why shows she... you how clear, carefully she's fucking monitoring <sighs> it. And let me look again at how many followers she has. Over a hundred thousand. Oh Jesus. It's what 100, is this about? 102,000. 100 she made a mad emoji, too. Wow. <laughs> and you never say anything. You never comment. Never. You only tag. Not you, once. Wow. Never once have I All said the conversation is private. Amazing. It's completely private. Until now. Amazing. <laughs> We're talking about it here. Oh, wow. this is so hilarious. God. Oh, cool. man. Juicy. Juicy, guys. Very juicy. Very fresh. Probably <laughs> the freshest happening. thing that's ever happened. Reporting. It's the freshest thing since birds were humping the blanket live on the show. <laughs> that was pretty excellent. And when you got that delivery, someone delivered something to you. Oh, like yeah, the guy knocked phone. on the door. I complained about my phone and then my phone got delivered. That's right. That was fresh, that's too. Right. Wow. Things are really hotting up in recent times on this show. <laughs> Through no effort on our part. Amazing. Wow. So anyway, um, so I wanted to close with um, uh, Mark Burnett's beard. Now, Mark Burnett is the creator, producer of Survivor, and he's kind of an asshole. He's also yeah, the creator of that fucking idiotic Bible miniseries and the book based on the miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, Greg was reading, uh, He, I don't know how he got it, I don't know if it's being a member of SAG, but he gets the Hollywood Reporter every week. And um, uh, there's this, he ripped this out for me about Mark Burnett. Uh, so I guess Mark Burnett had grown a beard for some time, which I didn't know about because I didn't yeah. pay much attention to him. But anyway, um, Mark Burnett's shave at 30,000 feet. Reality Uber producer Mark Burnett had the Twittersphere buzzing May 31st when he appeared at the Critics' Choice TV Awards without his Duck Dynasty-style beard. Turns out the brains behind The Voice, The Apprentice, and Survivor had shaved off what his wife Roma Downey affectionately had dubbed a human chia pet. On a flight back from the Rome set of Ben-Hur in April, as Burnett tells it, he was in the bathroom with nine and a half hours left on the Lufthansa flight and a drawer labeled <laughs> Razors caught his eye. In a mad moment, I just started shaving it off. He laughed. An hour and a half and 12 disposable razors later, he emerged fully shorn. So what prompted the change? A recent oh, appearance on The Tonight no. Show where Downey and Jimmy Fallon donned faux beards in his honor. That's when I thought the beard has officially become a joke. All right. I pluck my eyebrows from time to time. The hair falls into the sink. I'm surprised how much wow. there is. You know what I mean? And then we rinse it off and it kind of sticks. This asshole he shaved, shaved his, his fucking wow. beard, a big bushy beard with coarse hair, not the lovely soft silky hair that are my eyebrows. And 
into a goddamned airplane bathroom. He hugged it for an hour and a half. He used 12 of the razors. I mean, what wow. the fuck is with this guy? Everything is so fucked with that. I wonder if he polices his social media really closely. I know. <laughs> we should really fucking... Much. They're just treating it like it's this, ha, 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 look what he did. I'm like, no, I've been in a, in a, in a plain bathroom. You don't hog them. And... Fuck, you don't fucking try and... Can you imagine trying to flush an entire beard in a bathroom? You can't do it down the toilet. You can't do it down that goddamn sink. I mean, He's what Mark the Burnett. fuck? He can, he can do whatever he wants. He, Apparently. Mark you heard about... Was it Conrad Hilton? or No, like Paris Hilton's younger brother. Like oh, went yeah, that guy. That he fucking got off. He got Same off. Same thing. He fucking yeah. threatened the pilot. I will fucking kill you. Smoking pot on the plane. <sighs> fucking he's like, my dad always off. gets me out of these things. So Yeah, yeah. That's why he said, my dad owns you or some shit like that. God, he's an asshole. But yeah, but yeah. fucking Mark. That, 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 I mean, that's just a privilege. Though, right? Th- huh? It's the same mentality, it seems like. Just that it seems like it. entitlement. Yeah. <laughs> this seems a little more harmless than that guy, but it's just still well, fucked yeah. in a whole different way. Just like a basic, like, I'm going to just leave all these chunks of my fucking beard. I mean, that shit. Can you imagine the state of that fucking bathroom? And you can bet he didn't fucking clean it up. God. <laughs> of course not. What an asshole to shave his goddamn beard on the fucking plane. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're the best. It's like, they should put that on passenger shaming, which is another excellent Instagram account. Oh, I love passenger <laughs> shaming. So yeah, good. yeah. I think I'm just going to, uh, yeah, I should circle that part and Instagram it and then send it to them. Yes. <laughs> I think that'll get a lot of likes. Awesome. Well, dear listener, that just about wraps it up. Uh, I'll once again remind you to give Meatless Monday a try. Think of something vegetarian you already like and just have it a couple more times. Yeah, get like, surely you like three things that are vegetarian. If you eat cereal for breakfast, you're already doing breakfast. So keep up the good work. And um, again, thank you to the people who donated. Anyone else, you're free to join them. And if not, if you're going to buy something on Amazon, do visit dongtini.com for any uh, supplementary material like the guy. Uh, with uh, fire ants on his dick screaming. You don't get to see the dick, though. I will warn you. That's my warning. There's no dick. <laughs> so uh, if you've got anything you'd like to tell us with your with your own voice, we'd love to hear it. So please call the Dong line, 323-301-DONG. Dong is in wiener. And uh, that'll do it for this week. So until next time, bye, Stephanie. Bye, Simone. Bye. Shadows follow me. Here's where life's dream lies disillusion. The edge of reality. Oh, I can hear strange voices echo. Laughing with mockery The borderline 
of doom I'm facing The edge of reality Condemned to the edge of reality. 